0: I guess we should do this thing huh fuck yeah let's do this all right with Lou and Chris. My name's Lou and my name is Norm from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so that over there is Norm from Cheers, aka Chris. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, a fuck off, go back and listen to them in order cuz they get they get better and better, but you got to really start from beginning to appreciate them, I think. I agree. And secondly, yeah, that that's a joke from last episode. So <laughs> Chris is doing a little call back there. It's nice to know you're paying attention, Chris. Sometimes it'd be <laughs> weird if you weren't. He's just dozing you're like, off. <laughs> what's U.S. Research Company? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you know it's awesome. Little little house cleaning from last episode. I had mentioned that the U.S. that I thought U.S. Research Company was on like Marquart Road or something like that. Yeah, and it totally is.
1: Hundred well, percent. I it mean, is.
0: you worked there, so kind of. I worked sense. there like twenty-five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I haven't really thought that much about it, especially with the road. I don't know every road to every job I ever worked, but for some reason, I remember that one. So I don't know. I don't know what that means, but Marquardt, I don't believe it's there anymore. I looked it up, obviously, uh, just to see. And The road or the as, company? No, the road's definitely there. The building's there, but the company is li- listed as a former tenant, and it looks like it might have shut down that office in, like, 2000. mm ish so you know eight years ish after i worked there maybe but yeah i couldn't i couldn't really find too much information about u.s research company it's such a generic name that when you look it up all the u.s re- research companies companies that do research from the u.s yes. pop up so it's not it, it's kind of uh, it's a fool's errand i think i, I gave w- up on it pretty quick i wonder where joan is right now i mean she's got to be dead right let's say she was 50 let's 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 say 50 conservatively mm-hmm. and she probably was 50 she might have been in her 40s but let's just go with 50 yeah so it's like 25 over 25 years ago so she's got to be in her late 70s I wonder it's how many boys 70s. she
1: invited over to take a swim. Oh,
0: boy. I hope somebody took her up on that offer. You know someone did. I mean, I don't know that, but I hope. You didn't well, see her. What if there, I think you're picturing something different. What if
1: there was a pool party at Joan's house? It was Joan, the woman that everyone called Grandma from McDonald's. Sure. And Vic Villarreal <laughs> Wearing his McDonald's hat. And we're
0: just all watching him do, like... Like skate the pool. The pool's empty and he's skating it. We're all just lounging around the pool watching him skate. Very weird. That would be uh, better than an orgy with Mm. those participants. Yeah. I'm going to give you a visual. You've seen the original Poltergeist, right? Absolutely. Okay, so you know the little chick, the little, the, 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 I don't know, she's a medium, I guess. Fuck you. She didn't look like that. She was like that if that one was regular height. (laughs) And and like a little more Did she talk like this? No, she talked like this. (laughs) Hello, fellas. I've got a bull back at my place. (laughs) I've got a pool. A bull (laughs) fancy a swim. She didn't say it like that. No, she didn't. She did have a British accent.
1: (laughs) Fancy a swim?
0: (laughs) She had a British accent, but I don't remember her like using any funny British slang. Those would be Um, the words, yeah. Yeah, boy, we really, we delved right back into U.S. Research Company here. I apologize. <laughs> what is this, episode four? Are we on episode four now? You dude, this is episode four. I think this is episode four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Boy, now I feel, yeah, it's it's episode four. Hey, guys, welcome to episode four of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. <laughs> you
1: already did that, woman. Well, Where, were we? <laughs> Where yeah. were
0: we? So Bob Chen's Crab House. I, uh... I'm pretty sure that I did work at US Research Company in 92 because I know I was at Bob Chen's in like the late spring uh, or summer of 93. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that kind of lines up timeline wise. But uh, for those of you who are not from Wheeling, like Chris and I, Wheeling, Illinois, there is a <laughs> restaurant It's pretty well known. It's actually pretty well known all over the Chicagoland area, I guess. It's pretty. It's been there a long time and it's Like a well regarded uh, seafood joint called Bob Chin's Crab House. And uh, I had never actually eaten there. I've never eaten there. I'm going to go ahead and just say it outright. I've never actually eaten there as a customer. I'd never even been in there before I worked there. um, Or I guess before I went in to try to get a job there. But my friend Barry, who's two years older than me and uh, one of the funniest people I ever met, but he, he worked there. He got a job there as a, like, a Food runner slash busser. And he knew I was looking for a job. He's like, well, why don't you come to Bob Chen's? You know, it's not hard. It pays pretty well. Blah, blah, blah. And so uh, I was like, okay, well, what should I do? And this is before, like, now if you want to get a job somewhere, nine times out of ten, you just go online to their website. Back then there was no th- no such thing as a website. <laughs> <laughs> What's the so, internet? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm trying to think if I even had... I know email was, like, a thing, but it wasn't a thing people normally had. You know, it wasn't like it is today at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even own a computer or anything. So, I mean, definitely wasn't going to go online and apply for jobs. But Barry... <laughs> 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 so Barry told me that I should go into Bob Chen's, go to the bar, and ask for Manny Tuia Sosopo. Say, right?
1: say that one more time.
0: He told me to go to the bar and ask for Manny Tuia and I was like Sopo. and he's like, "Yeah, you know, just ask for Manny Tuiasasopo." And I'm like, "Okay, well, Sopo is a weird last name, but I guess Manny was like the the kitchen manager." And so I was like, "All right," so I uh, I went into the bar, <laughs> I asked the bar the person working the bartender, I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, can I please speak with Manny Sopo? I'm looking for a job." And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, Manny Sopo. And <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said it like three or four times. I'm like, you know, the kitchen manager. She's like, oh, you're looking for Manny? Okay. And so she went and got him. And uh, I, you know, had my little kind of on-the-spot interview with Manny Tuya And then... Uh, I, get, he, I, I can't remember if he hired me on the spot or had to call me back, but I got the job, right? It was, was relatively. Was that payers. his real last name? No, it wasn't his real fucking <laughs> last name. So I told Barry, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, w- I, I got the job. I went in and I asked for Manny Tuiasa Sopo, and he's like, what? I'm like, Manny Tuiasa Sopo. He's like, w- what? <laughs> I was like, I. He's like, you asked for Manny Tuiasosopo. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I was joking. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, well, his name's not Manny Tuiasosopo. I'm like, is his name Manny? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what's his last name? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck? What's a what's a Tuiasosopo? <laughs> Apparently, Manu Tuiasosopo is a professional football player from back in the day, and for some reason, Barry just thought it would be funny to tell me the guy's name was Manny Tuiasosopo because it's a funny last name. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And uh, but he didn't. He he went all the way. He didn't stop at the point where he said, no, not really. What are you talking about? I embarrassed the shit out of myself. And I also, I definitely said Tui like 14 times. So, now it's 15. Mm. Manny, and it's not even Manny, it's Manu. That's what the the guy... The Tui name. Yeah, the football player. His name's Manu. Maybe he goes by Manny, but I don't know, because I don't watch football, and I didn't back then either. Maybe he thought I would know who he was. But... Either way, he fucked with me, and he he definitely got me. Um, So, yeah, that was my introduction. And honestly, I don't remember that guy at all. Manny, don't remember him. I I don't remember what he looks like. I don't remember talking to him. I know I did, but no idea. But the job itself was essentially stand in the kitchen and wait for food, for the expediter to hand you food and tell you what table it's going to, and then you just run it out there. And sometimes you're going with the waiter who's helping those people and sometimes you're just dropping off food yourself but it was kind of a clusterfuck it wasn't real well organized there wasn't very good training it felt like i was just thrown in like here go for it and all the other busboys and kitchen staff were all hispanic and they didn't seem to like a they didn't seem to like barry (laughs) and b by extension i guess or maybe because i'm a honky they didn't like me either so i did not get a lot of uh I didn't get a nice friendly welcome. It was a lot of people fucking with me and, and calling me pinche way, which at the time I didn't know meant fucking stupid or stupid idiot or, Ugh. you know, fucking idiot. Whatever colloquial Spanish that is. But, and they used to call Barry Gordo. And like, I was like, dude, they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, bro. Wait, so um, Barry was two years older. Refresh yeah. me. How old were you? I had just turned 17, so Barry would have been probably 19 at that time, and probably just graduated high school. Okay. Now you're making me question my timeline, motherfucker. Oh well, yeah. But it's it's no, it's 100% because of the next job I got, which is very it's pivotal, and the Shh. timing of it matters. Shh. Yeah. Don't tell me. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell but, us. But, but yeah, it's, uh, he must have been, he must have been 19. Maybe he was two years older than me in school, but not two years fully older than me. But he was definitely, when I was a junior, <laughs> he was... What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in real life he wasn't two years older. <laughs> what I meant what I meant was like his, his actual years apart from me wasn't necessarily two, but his His, his grades, years, yeah. Yeah, his <laughs> grades were, I, mean, I don't know, what the fuck. Listen, we both worked all day. All right, yeah. So, uh, I, I didn't like the job. It was so I, I haven't mentioned this before now in the in the show, but one of the things about these jobs is I don't you haven't had a lot of jobs, but you know when you like you show up on your first day and you have like the butterflies in your stomach and you kind of don't feel good because you're like you don't know what to do and you're hoping people are going to be cool and there's going to be good training and they're not just going to fuck with you and the jo- you know all that shit. There's certain jobs I have where that never goes away. Mm. You know what I mean? And usually if that doesn't go away, I, I bounce. But, you know, sometimes I, I, I hang for three weeks a month and have that new <laughs> first day on the job feeling every single time I go Right? Yeah. and dread it. Every time I'm driving or, or going to work, I'm dreading it. Um, every time I leave, I'm thinking that might be the last time. I've had that feeling a lot of times. And I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if, like, normal, if other people feel that way at new jobs that severely, or if it's like, I'm a little nervous, but whatever.
1: Well, here's what's, here's what's normal about you feeling that way, and everyone else feeling that way, because when everyone gets a new job and it's, you know, maybe more than five people in an office or whatever, what have you you know, you're gonna get nervous and wonder what your experience is gonna be. But you've had that normal experience that everyone else has had seventy five times.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? And yeah. I've I've had that feeling quite a quite a lot at my new job because A, I don't know what route I'm gonna be on, so it's like Am I what the fuck is gonna to happen to me yeah, today? Yeah. yeah no, I
0: definitely can relate.
1: Yeah, and there's a ton of people at that building, so it's like now I'm pretty comfortable, but It's like meeting all these people and, you know, who who can I be myself around and, like,
0: be funny and goofy with. How long have you been there?
1: Dude, it's going to be a year, September 4th.
0: Okay, wow. All right. Well, good. Good that you don't have that feeling anymore. (laughs) At least less of it. Um, Yeah, I, I had that feeling every single shift at McDonald's. I didn't have that feeling all the time at U.S. Research Company. It sort of came and went. There was times where it felt like we were just fucking around there, so that kind of helped. Um, Bob Chen's, I felt that way every single time. Every time I felt like I didn't know the fuck I was doing. They just didn't... There wasn't a good system. It felt like chaos, and I couldn't communicate with a lot of the employees, or they wouldn't communicate with me. But... um, Was it that bad? Yeah, I... Huh? Like, communicating with everyone? Was it that bad? Like,
1: they would, like, just fucking shun was, you or what
0: he, it was like half shun half language there were a lot of, they were all speaking spanish to each other in the kitchen and they would talk but so for instance uh the main expediter who i remember he used to <laughs> so one of the things we did was he'd give us the salad but he'd tell us what kind of dressing we needed to go get with it so we'd get like a different type of dressing depending on what he said but he would pronounce he would say like you know you know here's a salad, and and then he'd say the dressing, but the dressing would be ranch, And I would be like, is that French or ranch? And he'd go, "Ranch, ranch!" Like, angrily at me. ranch, And I was like, he's saying both words at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't know which one it is. That's It's it's ranch, starting with an H. Right. And both With both an E French, at the end. Yeah, both French and ranch have the second letter is an R, so it's H-R- and then like A-I-N-C-H. range. That's not French or ranch. That's range. And he used to do it every fucking shift. Range. Like angrily. The other thing that he'd do is when he'd call the table out, because he'd tell you what table to go to by number, and 17 and 70 sounded like, SEVENTY! And I was like, is, is that 17 or 70? And he'd say it again the exact same way, and I was like, one seven or seven zero? And then he'd just like give me a fuck off and walk away. So I was constantly trying to figure out where I was going. It was just like that all the time. Grinch! <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, if whoever's listening yeah. doesn't see what I see because we're in a Skype chat, but your eyebrows every time,
0: it's <laughs> just they furled. Both, <laughs> it's, I mean, that's, I don't know, that's the face I have to make when I'm yelling, hranch. But yeah, it was uh, kind of a nightmare. <laughs> it was a little funny. But well, let me ask. It wasn't how- funny when I was going to the customer, hoping that I picked the right one or, or that I was going to the right table. How many times did that come up
1: sour for you? Enough. A enough a, that it. A with dressing and B with.
0: Table it happened. Bo- both happened a lot. The dressing thing happened. I didn't see it a lot because what happened was I dropped the salad off and walked the fuck away. As soon and then, as possible. Yeah, and then the customer maybe would complain to the waitress that it was the wrong dressing and she would just get a new salad with the right dressing, hopefully. And I don't... I didn't have a lot of experiences where I brought a second salad to somebody I brought the first salad to with different dressing. I definitely brought Table 17's food to Table 70 multiple times for sure. And... Uh, Any variation you can think of on two numbers that might sound similar and done in that accent. (laughs) Yeah, it was just wild. I almost would have been better off if he just gave me the numbers in Spanish, you know? Right. But, yeah, it was kind of ugly. But it's funny looking back on it. I remember, have you ever had a a job where you got tips? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this ch- the this job the way it worked was I I think because we were like bussers we didn't get the tape the tips during the shift what would happen is when we picked up our paychecks checks we'd also have an envelope full of cash and change nice. that was our tip outs it's nice but it's like you're you're putting a lot of trust in everybody yeah that's true yeah you know, there's no real like rhyme <laughs> or reason like I I'm not I don't know if I'm getting gypped, so my tips could be ten bucks and they could be hundred and ten bucks and I wouldn't know if I got worked. So, I, I was kind of like, really? This is how it's done? How like did do they, they just come have envelopes of, of fucking money? I don't, honestly, I don't really remember. I just remember thinking, oh, there's no like way for me to track this at all. I just have to take whatever, whatever money is in here is extra money. I also feel like I was making less than minimum wage at that job because I was making tips or something to that effect. But I don't really remember what the pay structure was like at that one either. Um, I only worked there, I worked there for maybe three weeks. I oh, would wow. think. In that vicinity not very long but uh yeah the other uh, another thing that i saw a lot of at that job and i know you've eaten there as a customer but and this is just the way it was in 1993 i have no idea what it was like you know before or after that but the busboys definitely ate off the plates as they were bringing the food to the customers so french fries um shrimp I once saw a guy eat an entire softshell crab off of somebody's plate before bringing it to them so like if you brought someone let's say three softshell crabs and there's one missing <laughs> you know oh, just hoping God. the customer wouldn't know that they're supposed to get three but yeah there was one guy in particular that ate just all day long he was constantly chewing and it, I thought it was funny because he'd come up to the table chewing their food and drop off the food oh, that's <laughs> so awful <laughs> yeah it's so fucked up and amoral yeah they didn't give a fuck, but the uh, the be all end all of not giving a fuck, which is the story you alluded to at the last of the uh, at the end of the last episode. <laughs> sorry, this is no. It's the best. It's so fucking crazy. The expo guy, the one, the main one that I said, you know, gave me the the hard time with the numbers and the range. Do you remember <laughs> range?
1: Do you remember his
0: name? Uh, his name was Carlos. He did something fantastic at that job. And what happened was <laughs> he was pulling out a slab of ribs, you know, and it was on a plate, and he was, like, handing the plate off to somebody, and the ribs fell on the floor. And they fell, you know those kitchen mats with the fucking holes in them? They're, like, corrugated-looking kitchen mats? It fell definitely, like, on t- on the kitchen mats. And he picked it up, and he put it back on the plate, and he turned to me, and he did the fucking motion with his with his finger in front of his mouth, and he said, and then he sent the fucking food out. Was he smiling? He sent out the ribs. He was smiling. <laughs> he, was, he was smiling. Did the ribs look dirty? i It was kind of dark and hectic. I don't remember. I I didn't bring them out. <laughs> he handed them hectic. to an He. <laughs> I was frantic. He was. He he gave them to another runner. He didn't give them to me. So I didn't. I would have inspected if he gave them to me. I would have. Give him a hard once over. Um, so they kind of just keep up off the floor onto the plate and the, into the hands of this other buster who immediately took them out and very likely ate one of them on his way to the table.
1: Oh, man. But yeah,
0: definitely dropped the ribs on the floor, put it back in the plate, and said, shh. So how how did you feel?
1: That, did you feel like this is fucked up? Did you feel like. I'm going to be
0: honest with you. I kind of thought it was funny. I didn't have good customer experiences at that place. The customers were kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, when we did interact with them, it was usually they were rude. I, I don't. I remember feeling a lot like, fuck these people mm. and their stupid, fancy, you know, seafood experience. <laughs> and Bob Chin's isn't like. It's not like a fucking Michelin star restaurant or anything, but it's a little nicer than a Friday's. <laughs> I think but it's it, a
1: lot nicer than a fr- <laughs> Friday's. I don't know, man.
0: I'll, we'll get to other restaurant jobs I've had and I've had a few and I definitely have a couple of fucked up stories about like hygiene and you know the back room of a restaurant and Bob Chin's wasn't any better than any of those you know what I mean yeah. so wh- whether or not they charged you more for your plate of shrimps than fucking Ruby Tuesday <laughs> the the same shit was going on in the back room at both of those restaurants oh, although man. I never saw anybody drop a full slab of ribs and then put it back on the plate <laughs> other than Bob Chin's Robert Chin would be very upset. Rob
1: would be losing it.
0: (laughs) I think his wife did the books. I think I met her, but I didn't know. I didn't know who she was. Yeah, I think she was the one that was doing like the accounting and stuff upstairs. They had an office upstairs. That's where we'd go to get our checks. Hmm. It's not that interesting, but there it is. Yeah. Um, the final memory I have from Bob Chin's Crab House from (laughs) working there. Um, so. Our audience doesn't know this about me, but I'm kind of a, I ha- I'm kind of a horn dog. Um, I don't know how to put it exactly. Mm. I like talking about uh, sex and sexuality. I'm very open about it. I'm very interested in it. I have always been that way. And in my younger years, I definitely had a wandering eye. Um, to put it. I don't know, less offensive <laughs> or disgustingly to make myself not seem like such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, dating this girl at the time who I liked a lot. And there was a new girl that got hired at Bob Chen's to be a busser. Her name was Amy. I don't remember why I, know her, I remember her name. I don't, I don't know why I remember it. I don't know why I remember her name, but I do. This girl was really nice and really good looking and we chatted a lot and I found myself like aggressively attracted to her. And <laughs> Yeah, like, like it, it kind of hurt. You, you, gotta, you got a boner like, in your cake shorts? I mean, if I didn't have a boner, I had a, an emotional boner. Mm. She was just really, she was really cool, but mainly she was really cute, and that made her personality seem like it was better than it probably was. And she also showed interest in me, which was, I'm not, like, totally rare back then, but it definitely wasn't, it was a novelty for me, for sure. And I remember... She drove to work, and I used to walk home because Bob Chins was right up the street from where I lived, like maybe a 15-minute walk. And she used to get off the same time as me and then uh, offer me a ride home. And in my head, I'm like, if I take a ride home from her, that's very likely going to lead me into a situation where I'm going to have to either lie or, um, yeah, I mean, I make a choice I didn't want to have to make and wasn't sure i would make the right choice in fact i was pretty sure i would make the wrong choice and so it was there was like three days in a row where she asked me if i want to ride home and she was the last day she's like why don't you why don't you want to ride home like do, what's the deal like she was almost insinuating that i didn't like her like what's your issue mm. and i was like no no issue i just i like walking i like to feel the breeze in my hair i don't remember what i said but it was you know something <laughs> out of here. complete bullshit Just <laughs> right. trying to deflect and then I remember thinking I can't go back because the next time I'm going to take that ride <laughs> I'm going to take that ride and uh, I didn't go back and the thing that's funny is the, so th- I don't know why I started that sentence with the thing that's funny because there's nothing funny about this <laughs> in fact it's going to paint me in a really ugly light but part of why it was important to me was because the girl I was dating at the time we w- had dated previously and we would broken up when I cheated on her mm. and there was like three or four months where we didn't talk and pretty sure she hated my guts. And then like right at the beginning of the summer, we reconnected and she gave me another chance. And then like probably a month later, if not less, this girl came into my life and made me question all my morals. And so I was like, well, I definitely don't want to feel the way I felt last time again. I definitely don't want to make that my girlfriend feel that way. So I did not go back to work anymore but i already didn't want to go back. In fact, sh- that girl Amy was really the only thing about that job that was pleasant. <laughs> so, yeah. and then i quit that job and quickly got a another job which we'll talk about on the next episode. And then and that, that's where the fun really begins cuz that fucking job. Yeah, we'll get into it. But yeah, that was Bob Chin's Crab House and that was my experience there and what do you get when you go to Bob Chin's? Like I said, I never ate there as a customer. I never ate there before or after. And while working, I didn't eat food from Bob Chan's. It wasn't even a thing. I don't remember taking breaks. Our shifts were like four hours long, so. You never ate anything? I mean maybe an errant fry. <laughs> off of someone's <laughs> off of, plate. Off <laughs> a fucking plate. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there's a chance that I fucking did it once or twice.
1: I know you did. I probably did.
0: <laughs> um Actually, I never I, ate a, soft, a soft-shell crab, though. Oh my god, how That was awful. intense. <laughs> you see the guy, like, just ravenously, like... Uh, it's what it was. He shoved the whole fucking crab in his mouth as he was walking across the restaurant. Like, the whole soft-shell crab in his fucking mouth at once, and just, like, chewing like an animal as he brought the food <laughs> to their table. <laughs> this is fucking
1: crazy. It
0: was wild. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I like the sea bass there. That's what I usually get. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know that I've ever even eaten sea bass. That's good. What does that say about me? You don't like seafood? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, there was definitely a time that I would say I didn't like seafood, but then at some point during my my relationship with my wife, my palate started to get wider, because, mainly because of her, because she didn't eat like a little kid. <laughs> so I went from being the guy that liked my hamburger cooked to a black hockey puck, to being a guy who would order a hamburger, you know, like, medium. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, yo, this is cooked perfectly. One of those <laughs> fuckers. Yeah. But, yeah, with seafood, I haven't been very adventurous. Mainly because she hasn't been. And since neither one of us are, like, a seafood go-getter, we've, neither one of us are like, well, let's go try seafood tonight. And, but and that's I feel like seafood's either, the right? kind of thing you need to get quality. You can't go to, like, pot, uh, Long John Silver. Yeah. Which is a chain restaurant in the, in the, that serves seafood, which is fucking an oxymoron in my opinion.
1: Are there people that don't
0: know what Long John
1: Silver's is?
0: Do they have them everywhere? I don't feel like I've ever seen one out here. Is I'm, Long John Silver a national chain? I thought they were. I the mean, other questions on the Long John Silver cast. Exactly. <laughs> I have a fucked up story about Long John Silvers, but it's going to be not in this episode because it it involves a different job. It wasn't when you worked at Long John Silvers, was it? I definitely didn't work at Long John Silvers, but I had an interaction with a Long John Silvers employee that will never be forgotten. Yeah, I need to hear that. Oh, it's it's a horrible story. You're going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's probably about eight or nine episodes in the future. Oh, man god damn i've had a lot of jobs (laughs) so many jobs we're gonna get to some into some hairy business because i worked at one or two places twice and i count them as two separate jobs and i'll explain why during those episodes but there's one or two repeat offenders on here that i count separately okay so yeah we'll talk about that but not during this episode because this is the bob chins episode you like the sea bass yeah that all you what else have you gotten there Uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to like help them out because we've basically took a big shit on them with this episode
1: oh it's it's basically like surf and turf so they have like steak they have chick i've gotten like chicken there they have a lot of pasta
0: let me ask you a question why would you go to to bob chin's crab house and get the chicken
1: Uh, i guess if you don't like you know seafood or steak but then why are you there well, maybe that person isn't the one that said, "Hey, let's go to Bob Chin's tonight. Let's go to so Robert lo- Chin's tonight."
0: <laughs> so someone, so someone's like, "Hey guys, let's go to Bob Chin's tonight." And you're like, "I'm not really in the mood for seafood, but fuck it, let's go to Bob Chin's. I'll get the chicken." Yeah, I mean, like your and kids or like. Someone, when I was a yeah. when I was a kid, I had a friend, and there was a Vietnamese restaurant kind of near my house, and he we were walking through the neighborhood one day, and he's like, "Oh, I've been that place. It's pretty good." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, it's it's better than you'd think." I was like, well, what'd you get?" And He's like. Chicken and fries. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like 13 or 14. I was like, oh, okay. And in my head I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you Even went to a Vietnamese restaurant and you got the chicken and fries. Yeah, that's very weird. The fucking chicken fingers. What Vietnamese restaurant? I mean, I'm not. I'm sure it's not there anymore. This was 1988 or 89 or something. In Wheeling? Yeah, it was like, uh, if you went so again we're back to geography the yeah, podcast yeah. if you went uh, north on milwaukee from shadow bend mm-hmm. it was down that road on the left side okay i feel like the last time i was in that neighborhood they, they had started building like real restaurants down that way or real businesses but back then it was all fucking fields and shit and then a random business sprinkled in and there was this like vietnamese restaurant there that yeah. i got to be honest, I'm kind of pulling Vietnamese out of my ass. It may have been something like that, but I know it was something super ethnic and weird that I had never eaten before, and I expected him to give me an answer that would make me understand what kind of food it was. Like, oh, what'd you got? I got the pad thai, right? Whatever which is not vietnamese but fuck off maybe it was thai i don't know but i feel like i just like the word vietnamese and it seemed like the reasonable thing to say and you fucked me up man i was gonna we could just kept on going but now people know my secret i think you're gonna have to go back and really listen to this to make sure we
1: don't sound fucking racist (laughs) there's a lot of talk
0: about different culture and (laughs) i mean listen accents we only, I only did one, and it was very authentic to my experience. And what was it? Range! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I really don't remember what type of restaurant it was, but I think it was something like Vietnamese. It was, something, it was East Asian, something I'd never eaten before. And it had writing I didn't understand. I couldn't read on the sign. So... <laughs> Listen. It's okay to just be honest about your experience. <laughs> I agree. You know, if there's somebody out there that's, that finds that offensive for some reason, that person's looking to be offended, <laughs> right? And they're they're gonna have they're gonna have problems in this podcast. Because there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of things that you can take whatever way you want to take them. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of things coming up. So a lot of things coming.
1: <laughs> uh, you oh know, boy. speaking of Asian restaurants, have you had that? Hong Kong chop suey place that was um,
0: in the parking lot with the uh, Center Video back in the no. day? No. for do you, sure I haven't. Do you know what I'm nope. talking about? Mm-mm. Tell me. Is there something relevant or is it just delicious or what? It was very good. Was it was, it? Is it still there? No. Yeah. There was a sometimes I th- you know it's funny when I get nostalgic about living in certain places. A lot of times it's based on the food that I ate while I was living there. That makes sense. Yeah, and then it's it's funny because I like I have very specific memories of eating with Dan at this Chinese restaurant, kind of by where I lived, um, which it'll come up probably during another episode because I worked in that same strip mall <laughs> as this place. But that place is long gone, and I just I had lots of good memories about eating there, get the Mongolian beef up in that place. Absolutely. There was a pizza place that me and Tammy used to go to, and outside of Atlanta, that was like. I'm all about it and we, when we went back to Georgia it was gone I was like oh man I miss that place what and else yeah, was there to eat food. in
1: Georgia or
0: what did you guys like enjoy um oh boy well eventually we'll start doing episodes where I had jobs in Georgia but um there were some pizza places we liked going there was some I'm gonna be honest we didn't we weren't as adventurous at that point in our relationship so we didn't do like what you'd expect like southern food mm If I could go back now, after, you know, at this point I've watched like a million of those fucking food shows on Food Network and now Netflix and stuff, so I've got a lot more of boxes I'd like to check off, but at that time it was fucking Olive Garden and shit like that, you know? (laughs) There's a couple of like smaller local places there that were kinda cool. I remember a a Chicago-style hot dog place opened up not too far from where we lived and Tammy came home with dinner, and she had, like, all this shit. I was like, what's this? She's like, oh, it's this new place that opened up called The Real Deal. And I went in there, and the owners are from Chicago, and we got to talking because they recognized my accent, and, like, they they gave me, like, one of everything to try, and she, like, didn't charge her for half of it. That's awesome. She didn't charge her, she didn't, they didn't charge her for anything that they pushed on her. Like, she ordered what she wanted, and then they also gave her a bunch of other stuff to try. And... Weirdly, that was the beginning of my love affair with chili dogs that have coleslaw on them. That's not a Chicago thing. No, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking delicious. Have you ever had a chili dog with coleslaw on it? No. It's fucking awesome. I haven't eaten a lot of chili dogs in my life. Well, let me tell you, you don't get to be 280 pounds without <laughs> eating a lot of chili dogs, so get <laughs> working. That's how I did it. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what to say right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I always thought I imagine like a chili dog with coleslaw would be gross. It's fucking delicious. It's perfect. The best. Is there cheese on that also, or is it just cheese? No, there is mustard though. Okay. Mustard chili, onions, coleslaw, in my belly. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah.
1: So, is there anything else to say about Bob Chins?
0: I don't think so. I I remember having the shirt for a while. and It was like a yellow shirt. The mm. fucking it said like I got crabs or something like that at Bob's Chin, something like that. And I remember thinking it was funny and being glad that I had it, it which probably the thing I was most happy about with that job. Mm. That was definitely the first job I had for a short period of time, because I, McDonald's was probably two or three months. And again, that's a short period of time, but comparatively. McDonald's was like two or three months. U.S. Research Company is probably around the same, two or three months. And then this place was not even a month. It was probably like three weeks tops. Yeah. Hey, I, I did not like any of it. <laughs> but it happened, and now you guys know about it. So uh, we finally come to the outro where I tell you what's coming next. And uh, the next one's going to be a doozy. The next job I had was uh, Cineplex Odeon Ridge Cinemas. That was your Knights next job? Illinois. That was my next job. A lot of important things in my life started at that job. So, And also a lot of fucking wacky stories. I'm not sure how many I'm going to be able to tell on here. Because some of them are <laughs> <laughs> That's so nasty. That's so nasty. Yeah, we're going to... I'm going to try. I'm going to... I'm going to get right up the line and then probably put my toes across it. Of course you will. Because, I mean, I'm going to try not to put everything across it, but I can't make any promises because I'm me. So we'll see. But either way, hopefully you guys will come back for our next episode. Episode five. And thank you for listening to uh, Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. I was Lou. And I was Norm from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you motherfucker. Thanks, guys. <laughs>